Dear Abby, I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Lambert, I'm very happy in Dear Abby. My wife is working out of single woman Dear Abby. She thinks way too much of her She had to get married. Dear Pod. Would you like to hear something? Are you pregnant? Everybody says that! I will be doing my first comedy album. It is being produced by an album label. <laughs> what is the name of the album label? I, oh, wait. 800 Pound Gorilla. Didn't we talk about this? That this is a, this is this is a possibility. And now you're doing it. And now I'm doing it. That's so exciting. I had to make like a pitch. And I had to pitch myself. And I had to make like a little sizzle reel because they don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, they'd be spending money and resources on somebody they don't know. But that's nuts. Do you get to make like that quirky like album cover then? Yes, that's the coolest thing. When I talked to them, I was like, oh my God. So we have a meeting with them. I was their last meeting of the year. Yeah. And uh, basically what will happen is that after the first, I sign a contract and then that sets production into motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, I already have the venue. I already know what it is. Uh, it's going to be QED in Queens, Astoria, Queens. Small, cute, tight. I was like, I want a space that I know is going to be like jam-packed full mm-hmm. and have good laughs. Smart people. Like the people also in that neighborhood that go to that club. Every time I'm there, it's always hopping. And it's smart people in the audience. I want I want, I want, want smart people. Well, no one likes dumb people. Exactly. Right? Well, you know, isn't, never say uh, never. Uh, Congress. I mean, come uh, on. So, uh, yeah, and then I think I'm going to aim to record it somewhere in the spring. I'm thinking April-ish mm-hmm. in that zone because I want some time to, like, really work on it and really, like, fix things, take old things, make them better, and then write new things and add them to the old things and make them pretty. And I just want to work out on it. What the fuck did you just say? You heard me. <laughs> I would it's like dark things out. on top of good things and then redo old things and then gooses and geeses. And blueberries and blee blues. I And then when it's done, uh, once it's all like edited and stuff like that, then you work with their art department and you can design your cover and you come up with the names of your tracks. It's going to be like full cells. This is kind of exciting. It's kind of like wicked exciting. And at first I was like, oh, oh my, oh, oh my. And then when I had the meeting with them and I was like, oh, this is really real. And just the cool stuff that they were telling me in details and things about like getting things on Sirius. And it's released on Pandora for a week before it gets released to the stratosphere. So they have like exclusive rights on Pandora Mm -hmm. for the first week. And then it moves on to other that's little exciting. streaming platform. So I'm going to be streaming on your fast. Maybe you can have like a nude cover, like when Madonna did like the sex book. Okay, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could I get a body double? No. Well, yeah, it'd just be like one of those science class skeleton things. Oh, nice. Your head on top. Yeah. No, the operation, the guy from Operation. I want his body from the neck down. He's a little big. Well, That's why he's being operated on. Well, because clearly. Get rid of that wishbone. I mean, his crotch the is the breadbasket. I got that as a gift for Christmas, you know. This year? Yes. Again? They have, I've never owned it since being an adult. It is, mm. it's somewhere in the bowels of my family's house. 
So, and let me tell you what, we got to whip that thing out and find it compared to what this is because I tried this new operation. They've added something new to him, brain Penis. freeze. Oh. Oh, no. The brain the, freeze. This is the bread basket. His crotch is a bread basket. They put a little ice cream cone in his head. Oh, I like that. And it's called brain freeze. So they've updated the game. But. Just by one piece? By one piece and they've made it more safe. Which, get me the 1980s version so we can do a compare and contrast. They have made this thing. I mean, because remember in the 80s when you'd play it and you'd touch the sides? It legit electrocuted. Like, you felt the the rush go through your arm. That I don't remember. Oh, I do. I remember being like, I felt it in my elbow. Like, it it went all, like, it was pure electricity. Are you sure? Are you making this This is the 80s. Did they give a shit about us? No. 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 Jarts. They wanted us to kill ourselves. Through our games. But I remember it being like, when you got electrocuted, it sent a jolt through your body. Now, again, what is the point of this? Do you have to answer questions or what? No, it's just to get all the goods out of him. Basically get everything out of his body. You just spin a dial? No, you just go until you get electrocuted. And when you get electrocuted, now, I'm surprised they didn't update it for like a more litigious childhood group of like if you mess up then you get sued by cavity sam his name is cavity sam that's the name of the guy that's the name of the guy he has a name that's like like when i found out chuck e cheese is his real name is charles entertainment cheese i mean these are things that we shouldn't know no but that will be my only tattoo (laughs) maybe that's the title of my album who's charles entertainment cheese (laughs) oh is that is that like a dead relative? If you do that, then well, I'll put Cavity Sam. What? Cavity, Cavity Sam, Sam on my arm. Where I did argue with my gym today. Because <gasps> I've been, you know, from the initial uh, lockdown, I froze my gym membership. Yeah. And Wait, is this one of these weird <clears throat> gyms like Temple? or Yes, TM- oh. TMPL. I was right? Temple, yes. I froze my membership at the beginning of the pandemic. Okay. At uh, the beginning of Pandy Newton. And um, then when we were coming back to life, I surveyed what it was like watching everyone wait outside the gym. Yeah. Like a bread line. Oh, like, no. What are you guys no. waiting for? Like to work out? I'm like, but what? didn't you? I remember you saying you went and worked out at no, some point. I went to go talk to them about it. And then this fetus gave me a lot of like, like non, like sass, like some gay sass. I'm like, are you fucking talking? I'd to like me? to speak to Paul Temple, please. <laughs> Is Mr. Temple here? <laughs> Bring Temple out. So then they froze my membership again, and then the gym kind of was fucking around, they, like as if I don't check my bank account. They started charging me X amount of money. Oh. So I go back and I put on my L.A. Law hat and I go in and La Law. Right. And then, um, oh my like, god, hey, I man. thought you meant literally. You put on like. A baseball cap that's from LA, LA Law. Law. Yeah, from eBay. Yeah, I definitely do that. I'm getting you that next yeah. year <laughs> with my 30 something t shirt on. <laughs> Ken Olin on the back. puffy print. Yeah. But then I had to, like, gyms are like a fucking racket. So then you have to, like, of course they are. You have to, like, almost like El Woods yourself to fucking get your money back. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, well, I still, you know. Well, you have to write a letter, which is fun. Well, I was like, so you just started my membership back. I didn't ask you to do that. Oh, well, don't you want to come back to the gym? I said, no, I don't. How come? I said, um, uh, hold, can I change Can I change this gay porn channel for a second? It's a fucking global pandemic, and we're in a basement in Hell's Kitchen, which is fun, 
if you're invited. <laughs> Which is fun if there's no Omicron. If there's no Omicron and maybe there's a ton of lube and we're all like here for the same fuck fest. And it's an but Yvonne we're orgy. we're working out and we're heavily breathing. It doesn't make there's any sense. There's sweat. There's there's droplets. Right. Yeah. So then I call again. So anyway, so that. Wait, why? Of, also, why does he, why like do you long... need to explain yourself to him? Whether he's like, why? Because why do you want to leave? Exactly. So that was like about six or seven months ago. So then the other day, I call up and I'm, I'm very by curious about starting up again. I'm like, maybe I should do that. And uh, the guy's like, well, what's your name? And I'm like, Patrick. Well, Patrick. I'm like, I already don't like you. I already don't like, don't don't use my name. Uh-huh. Like, it's as if. Like, I Because overly familiar. Right. It's, it, well, Patrick, can I, can I ask you why you stopped working out at Temple? Ew! I said, sure. Uh, we were in a global pandemic and I stopped. Working out at Temple. Right, like most people did. At Temple oh, okay. Grandin. So, uh, and now what do you want to do? Uh, you want to you wanna, um, check your membership status? I'm like, yes, because it's frozen. Oh, I see that. So when, when can we expect you back here at Temple, Patrick? And I'm like, I said, well, I'm not going to spend X amount of money on a gym that I don't really go to during a pandemic where we just had another surge. I just, that, does, that seems crazy. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, Patrick, we have uh, state-of-the-art facilities here that you're not going to find anywhere else. I'm like... Nowhere else? Really? That's a bold statement. Um, like world's best coffee? Prove it. Well, now yeah. as you've got him sort of pinned, world's best coffee. You know, like, wow, really? <laughs> if Temple right did, here? I would go. I've been yeah. looking for a good coffee shop in Midtown. But I, as he's getting, as you've got him more pinned to the wall, he'll just start Patricking you more. Oh, he well, did. Patrick, he's if like, you, you know like I... a Patrick, we could have some Patrick delivered with your Patrick on your Patrick. Well, then he did this. He's like, can I ask you why? I'm like, well, I also have a personal trainer somewhere else he's like well you know what literally didn't even pay attention he's like well you know what patrick what i'm gonna do for you because i like you Ew. i'm gonna throw in some personal training for you because we have some, i said oh, but, 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 but. you didn't you just hear what i just said i have a personal trainer i don't need your person i don't need some asshole Ew, it's the from condescending gym. that's yeah. all said, that's not what i'm that's not what i'm you're not even paying attention yeah yeah he's like, so uh can we sign you back up i said no he can't he said well how come i said well number one we're at the end of the month and two um Again, something's coming. Something's coming, and Don't I'm know definitely what not. it is, but it yeah. is gonna something's kill me. <laughs> Wait, did did you actually say something to him about saying your name too much? No, because he's a robot. I feel like he could. He might. I can't compute, Patrick. <laughs> I can't, Patrick. The Patrick. She said, You're gonna have to call back to. Blah. I said I am not calling back. Period. Exclamation point. Semicolon. <laughs> I am definitely Send. not doing that. <laughs> I'm not coming back. I am. We. I'm not. It's. It's. You're Chandler and friends. We're breaking up. I want to quit it. the gym. I'm not giving you a hundred bucks. I haven't been to the gym in two years. You know and what? You've been At that point, that's like leave the money on the dresser, sugar. Just toss them a hundy to leave. You're you just not hope. that great in bed. All right, I said it. Okay. I'm okay. sorry, Temple. I'm sorry, Temple Grandin. It is about the size sometimes. Now All I right? would go to the Temple Grandin gym. Oh, because that's absolutely. nice, because it would corral you into the room that you should be going in. And you'd wear that Western shirt. Yeah, and then you get sluice through. Yeah, anyway, so that yeah. was my... Are you okay? I just, got you know... A, we've got a lot of abnormal holiday rage I coming into this. I don't this. like to be pushed into a corner, or I also don't like to be taken advantage You're of. You're Temple Grandin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and they're just he like, they're really like ar- arguing with you about like fucking nonsense. And it's like, it's a I don't know what it is that you're not hearing. But I also don't understand why it's like you have to, you know, prove your life. Right. You have to give them points that you're like, oh, this is, uh, why do you have to argue your case? 
with a 25-year-old. Yeah. I don't have to tell you why I'm doing shit. I just want to leave the gym. This has been a lovely pod. It's the last pod of the year. I don't want to put pressure on it, but it's the last pod ever of 2021. We say goodbye to this year. So it's Good riddance. Good riddance. And then 2022 is like same, if, same. He's like, you, if you like, if you like, if you 2020, like 2021, you're gonna love my sister 2022. <laughs> and if you like 2020 and 2021, <laughs> it's the sequel. Every good movie has a third movie. Ask Jurassic Park. Ask Fast and Furious. I'm sure there's gonna be some shitstorm waiting for us in the new year. But guess what, baby? We're 2022 here. 3D. All, All right, right, it's time. To welcome you all to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Henry Winkler. I'm Linda Evangelista. Aren't we all? And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Yeah, that's what this song sounds like. Sounds like drunk fifth graders. Keep going. It's like happy birthday. We're never ending this. It's gonna happen in 2022. (laughs) No, no, make it stop. Like they all forgot the word kindness, didn't we? And as you should, because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. We're getting them drunk and we're hauling them into Times Square to see if they'll hold up after standing in the cold weather of New York City while we force them to urinate into water bottles because the TGI Fridays won't let them in. We're reading their articles. I don't think they will. I think it's going to be another Planet Fitness New Year's Eve, and we're going to roll Mariah Carey around in a desk chair. That's a true story. I've seen it. I know. So this year, you should make a resolution. A New Year's resolution to follow us on your social medias. At Dear Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your Face. Check out our website where you can binge every last episode because you know you're not doing shit on New Year's Day. So check it out, DearPodOfficial.com. You don't we know also, what the you know, fuck they're you doing. Don't know, nobody's doing anything on the first except recovering and and hopefully pooping a little bit. Oh. Uh, we have a YouTube page. Did you know that? Check us out, I Dear do. Pod Official, where we have some some vid clips. And we're going to start putting more and more on because that's my resolution in the new year, damn it, is to make this place sexier. This online space that we have inhabited. So, uh... Check us out. You can email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com with any of your advice questions, and we will answer your questions on the echo. Two completely unqualified assholes. 100% unqualified. In 2022, giving you terrible advice, just like we did in 2021 and 2020. We've been around for a minute. We've survived multiple pandemics. So you know what you should do? Throw money at us. Make a resolution, will you? Patreon.com slash dearpodofficial for a math. Three or five dollars a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, which I think is the best way to kick off a new year. 
Did I tell you the, give. the other day a homeless person, in order for me to give him money, he's like, you know, you look like Patrick Swayze. Shut I literally up. laughed in his face. And you gave him money, right? No. I was like, are you fucking with me right now? And I, no, I think if they're, if they're giving my, out compliments. I was, I was, well, Jenny had to go to the, she had to take a number two. Okay. But I was literally like, I looked at him, I'm like, are you, f-? like, I, I, could, I thought it was my internal monologue, but it came out. I looked, I just started laughing. I'm like, are you fucking with me right now? I think that you kind of look like Patrick Spy. I think he's got something. Am I crazy? Don't you agree? No, he doesn't agree with you. Look at me. Do you agree? Don't look at her. Look at me. Don't look at her. It's 2022. Don't look at her. Look at Don't me. ignore her like you've been doing since the day you got married. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage. Uh, I I think he looks like Don't look at him. He's not looking at you. Look at me. Let's get to the program. Look at my Let's shoulder. Let's get to the look schedule here programming. And give me Okay, scratch twice if you think he looks like Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Scratch anything twice if you think he looks like Patrick Swayze. All right, let's continue. Come on. Let's do this shit. Uh, so this week, we yes. have uh, another special holiday-themed grab bag. It's a new year, new you, baby. Are you making any resolutions? No. Awesome. What's the point? No, there's no point. We don't point. know where we're going. You quit Temple. That was it. You quit Temple Grandin Gym. I That's saved a big money. thing. I saved money. In the new year, Yes. I might buy a, a kettlebell. That's my resolution. Oh wow! Good for you. What? How? What weight? I have no idea. But you know what? I'm going to buy it, and then I'm going to knock Jenny's teeth out. Because she, every time I work out, Jenny's like right behind me, like, "Hey, what are you?" She's a no. girl at the gym, like, "Hey, how are you?" <laughs> hey, yeah, no, I'm just stretching. Like every time I'm doing something, she comes up, licks my face, or like I'll move, and she'll be right on like the pad where I'm doing like the yeah. ab roller or whatever. Yoga. Yeah. Yeah. I I've never be- seen you here at the gym before. It's like Jenny. Do you come to Temple often? <laughs> Why are you quitting Temple? That's that's the girl that they send out to try to get you to not quit the yeah, gym. She'll probably wow, be a, you're barking up the wrong tree. Hey, how are you? <laughs> oh my god! Do you know that they offer classes here? Do you like tanning? Do you no. like Pilates mat? <laughs> I teach it every Tuesday and Thursday. It's socially distant, so it's safe. You should come to my Pilates mat class. I'm probably going to join Planet Fitness just to make myself. No, feel you got to join Blink. Give them some money. Put Blink, keep Blink isn't in anywhere business. near my house. Uh, we have New Year's themed type articles because they're always easy to come by when you. We so easy to come by. So here's what I did. I just, you know what I did? I googled the most common broken resolutions, and I took that as a vaulting pad for what we're going to do. Now, here are the common broken resolutions: lose weight. Of course. Get fit. Quit smoking. Learn something new. Fuck off. I'm done learning. Oh. Eat healthier and diet. That's all one. Get out of debt and save money. Spend more time with family. No. That's a resolution that people make. That's broken, obviously. Well, I mean, if you have kids, yeah, maybe. Travel to new places. All these things can happen. Um, (laughs) Volunteer. Volunteer. For what? Like, you can't be around anybody. Why would I volunteer to be around people that are probably going to get me sick? I could volunteer for animal things, but then I would be crippled at the end of the day. I don't think I could leave a shelter without bringing all of them home. Right. They're like, Aaron. Yeah. Did you just adopt another dog? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Jim comes Aaron, home. Aaron, like, can I see noise? your car? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's it fine. smells I brought like a- shit in here. <laughs> when did we get a cockatoo? God. We got a cockatoo. <laughs> There's a family. There's a family. I couldn't let them all I go. couldn't split them up. They're very attached to each other. And their aunt. <laughs> their, their aunt Dion. 
Yeah, we had to bring all of them. And the grandma. <laughs> grandma cockatoo. <laughs> Cock four, five, six, cockapoo. Uh, volunteer, that was one. Drink less, which at this point... This is not for a pandemic. No, not... you cannot make a resolution in a pandemic. No. If this is not leaving anytime soon, I'm actually going to lean into all these because things. Because Omega's going to come after Omicron and be like, uh-uh. Oh, bitch. You, you just thought... said you wanted to travel? No. Omarion! You know, is Omega really the next one? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I say let's start naming them after, naming them like you name animals. Well, we can't because now Rusty we're Rusty is out. coming next to you guys. Oh, I got the Rusty. Chloe, oh. You guys, I got Chloe and I was inside coughing for like two weeks. That's like the biggest side effect. Yeah, but then everyone thinks you're talking about Chloe Kardashian, which possibly could be the same oh, thing. Oh, yeah, you could 100% get that from I was from inside them. of Chloe and I can't stop coughing. Yeah, well. yep. Yep. I spent 15 minutes around her, and now I have hives. I can't wait to see what the I, next thing I can't thing even brings. spend 30 more seconds talking about the Kardashians. Okay, we'll, we'll pivot. All right. This week, we have New Year's inspired articles. Mine are not like, oh, New Year's and New Year's and New Year's. I kind of went through the resolutions, mm-hmm. and I was like, what about drinking? What about habits? Blah, 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 blah. So I, I did a little launch pad from that, and uh, that's... My rant. Dive in. This is from the Albuquerque Journal. Albert, Albert, Albuquerque. Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> I can't. February 28th, 1976. Dear Abby, it started out to be a blue holiday season until I saw you on the Dinah Shore show on New Year's Eve. Ooh. Abby, just seeing you on that show changed my life. You announced to millions of people that you were making a New Year's resolution that you weren't going to interrupt anybody. When I heard you say that, I realized that I had been, that had been my problem all my life. I always talk too much. I never let anybody finish a sentence. I'm a salesman, Abby, and, I am a, and I'm a good one. But my boss used to take me aside and suggest that I listen instead of, instead of talking so much. I never took him seriously. I don't know why I, it didn't hit home until I heard you say it. Thanks for the best idea I've had in years. Signed, L in Los Alamitos. The reason why I picked Anyway, oh, I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> Does she not answer it? It's just a thing. She's like, like dear, dear, dear L, interrupting cow. Dear L, making a resolution is one thing, keeping it another. So far, I've kept, but it's not easy. Write to me in June and let me know where, how you're doing. And lots of luck. Lots of. Lots of. <laughs> lots of. Lots of learn luck to you. <laughs> Why? Why were you gonna say you picked? I just, I just like the, I was watching on the Dinosaur show. Oh, that's what got your eye, Dinosaur. There was just so much packed in. Oh my god, my and whole it's a man. this whole podcast is me interrupting you. Uh, I mean, that's what we do. That's what it's it's what's funny. I mean, I mean, sometimes. I mean, I guess. I do. I have caught myself being like, okay, I can't. I don't need to comment on everything all the time. Is what I've learned as. You know, in general conversation. Here, I have no problem interrupting you. I'm sure I've got something genius to say sure, that's only sure. going to enhance, yes, and your experience. But I do find, like, when I'm in groups of people that I'm like, oh, I can jump in a lot because I'm like, and funny this, and funny that. Let me find the funny. Ah! And then I'm like, just stop. Take a breath. All right. Take a listen. Have you ever been in a conversation with... um like a younger person and they interrupt your stories and they, it's like they're dying to one up you. Oh yeah. And every time they do, 
it's like the lamest thing, the lamest interruption where you just stop and you look at them like, are you out of your mind? Like I was saying, right. And then you bring it back. So our friends have a, um, a girl that lives in their basement. (laughs) This sounds weird. (laughs) (laughs) They keep a girl in their basement. (laughs) Average. So she lives in their basement. Um, uh, I think I, I think she's a part-time nanny or I don't know what the fuck it is. But she's young and it's it's like one of those girls that you like you're having a conversation about like oh. like oh Patty tell me about your mom like how is it and you say something and it's like you invite Demi Lovato over for coffee and she's like I'm a lesbian now. And you're like we we're oh. literally just talking about pancakes. Right, I'm addicted to heroin. And you're okay. like okay. All right. Attention, McGee. Right, and you're like, can you guys pass the salt? I just had sex with an alien upstairs on the roof. Aren't you okay. interesting? Oh, my God. Right. That's what they it, want. It's kind of like that penny game where it's pushing the change towards this. And it's like, uh-huh. and you're like, awesome. When's it going to tip? And you look at them for like that split second longer. Like, you do it one more time. I'm going to I'm gonna duct tape your hair to your neck. Because <laughs> I'm not here. Also, because it's like. I don't know why you're. I don't know why you're at the sofa right now because yeah. no one here knows who the fuck you are, other than the girl that lives in the basement. Isn't she the girl that lives in the basement? You're the yes. Oh, you're the girl okay. that lives oh, in the basement. Oh, okay, I got but it. But I don't know it. why you're here with all of basement uh, the girl. adults. Uh, yeah, you know the it's adults like, are talking now. Right. I don't yeah, want to no hear about. Shit. Yeah, I'm bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm bye. I, I dyed my hair. Did I tell you that one time I pierced my cl- like no I one cares. I got new Uggs, but they're they're vegan. Yes, that's fine. We've all lived in New York for a long time. Nothing is surprising us right yeah, now. Yeah, you you could say I just took a dump outside on your grill and you ate it. Like I'm sure we did. Congratulations. Right, but, but now I would almost me. give youth a pass on that because that's so clearly somebody who's like, I don't know what I'm doing here, so I'm gonna try to fit in and I'm gonna inject fun facts about myself that are interesting in bad places. Like you know, I they don't you. have the finesse. I hear you, and I honor that. Except I you, I see you. when it happens every time that I go over, the pass has been passed. How long is she planning to be in the basement? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I do know that I've I've said it to some of our friends. Like, there is going to be a point where I'm going to snap. Do the other friends? Does is it one of those silent acknowledging things where whenever she interjects, everybody sort of looks at each other sideways, like, oh god. Do they get it or is it just you? It's like we're all playing freeze tag. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. And and you you stare down. Yeah. Yeah. You done? I I can give that a pass as far as youth. I know somebody who is in the same generation as us, um, you know, 35, Mm -hmm. 33 Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. camera. Um, But this person interrupts, like, it's almost like a tick. But the story has nothing to do with anything. It's it's so abrupt. and But it's always in the worst times. It's like in small groups. It's like if you and I were talking and I'm like, Patty, I just found out some really kind of scary news. Oh, yeah? Yeah? And we're having this heavy conversation and all of a sudden she's like, Cheez-Its are in the other room, you guys, if you want to have Cheez-Its. I've got them over there. Like it's so aggressive and the noise is and like like it's beyond not being able to read a room it's it's so harsh that you're just like uh, okay okay we'll deal with that okay because they're here whatever you guys want them all right so anyway i was talking about cancer like it could could be something like 
every time, every time. It's actually amazing. I'm like, that. that's, we should put you in a jar and study you because that's not right at this age. You should know. This is an abnormal brain talking. This is, yes. There's something that's going sideways here that you abnormal. would have never taught earlier. Somebody, okay, we'll, we'll get to that anyway. Yeah, coffee with that, Jesus. As I was saying, I was at my dad's funeral. <laughs> exactly. And- it's that's always that situation. It's always that moment. We're always in the middle of a conversation. I don't know what's going on. People are weird. Yeah. Nobody does. I have an article for you. Would yeah, you like to hear it? I guess we have to. It's we part have of the to. We have no choice. We've set this up. Dear Ann Landers. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, I didn't. Oh, I'm so off my game. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. This comes from the Springfield Leader and Press. Springfield, Missouri, February 23rd, 1962. Dear Ann Landers, my husband used to be a heavy drinker. With the help of our clergyman, he straightened around and has made a great deal of progress. Last night he came home from work two hours late, lit up like a Czechoslovakian cathedral. Say that five times fast. I want to know what that is. Czechoslovakian cathedral. The first thing he said was, don't blow your cork. I didn't spend a dime. Some guy was buying drinks for the house. Don't these people realize that they buy drinks for anyone who happens to be standing around? They may be contributing to the downfall of people like my husband who shouldn't have any liquor whatsoever. (laughs) Free drinks may seem like a generous move to the guy who is buying, but he could be wrecking a man's life and undoing all the years of hard work. Please print this. It might help. Signed, Wilma. Dear Wilma, if you think your letter in print will put an end to drinks on the house, I have news for you. The best way to avoid the hazard is not to be in the saloon when free drinks are offered. And... Do you remember in the Muppets movie when they're like, drinks are on the house, and then everyone upstairs on the roof, and they're like, there's no drinks up here. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, my God, what an awesome joke, though. What a stupid, awesome joke. Oh, my God, I love that. I want to go back and watch the. Is that the original one? Yeah. I was a great Muppet caper gal, but I'll go back and watch the Muppet movie now. That's a fantastic joke. I love that. Look, if somebody's buying, I'm drinking. Have you ever gone into a bar and somebody says drinks are on me? No. no. Like, ever bought a round for the house? For the house? No. No. In Manhattan? No. Oh, no. I know. If you did that, then you'd go into Hawk. Like, I'm sorry. I, um, I can't Unless there's two people in the bar. Wait, so Maybe how two. much was it again? <laughs> Wait, go back. I'm sorry. Drinks are not in the house. Wait, wait, wait. No, literally. If you can make it up, t- if you can make it upstairs. Great. Drinks are on me, but here's the twist. It's Miller High Life. No, they're Pass literally on me. I've ordered them for myself, and I've dumped them on myself. Now, that would be awesome. You can ring them out have into it. your mouth. Lick me. Go for it. <laughs> I picked this, obviously, because drinking is a big thing that people try to quit after the new year, people try to do dry January. I don't recommend that. Don't try to try. Don't try to teetotal in the darkest, shittiest month of the year. You need something to get you through, unless this you're an alcoholic. A, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast, baby. <laughs> this this hasn't been like the the typical like Januarys. The last what seventeen no. of them? I don't know what year of the pandemic are we in. I think twenty five. Right. Yeah. So it's what's the point? Like what's, why, why try? Why try to change anything now? You know what? You're going to be fine. How about this? Just be nice to yourself. Do you have a headache when you wake up? No? Then you're fine. Then go at it. You're fine. Can you still do a workout? Then you're fine. All right. Hit me. Okay. I totally forgot why I printed this one out. Okay. 
So I'll go with this one instead. Dear, oh, the Pittsburgh Press, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, March 16th, 1976. Dear Abby, my husband and I had a New Year's cocktail buffet party at home to which 50 people were invited. We kept our guest list down because of limited space and budget. The day of the party, six invited guests called to say that they had house guests and asked if they could bring them. What could we say? So we had all these extra people in whom we had no interest in whatsoever. They took up the space and ate and drank what could have gone to our own friends. It seems to me that when people are invited to a party and they have house guests, they should decline the invitation and not ask the hostess to entertain their house guests too. How does one handle such rudeness? Signed, Bin Had. I am very honestly, to my core, interested in what her advice is for this. Because this is a theme that has echoed through our lives. She says, Sorry, but when you're stuck, you're stuck. When invited guests ask to bring their house guests along, there is no way to tell them they are not welcome. I listen. <sighs> when someone says, Hey, do you want to go out for dinner? And I say, Yes, I would. Who's yeah. going? It's just going to be me, you, and blah, blah, blah. And I show up to dinner, and there are five other people, and I'm not mentally prepared for that. No, especially social anxiety-wise. Also, if I have flown from New York City to the middle of Brooklyn, because <laughs> it, is, it is a long way away, and Bed I show sty. up, and it's like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. And then it's got the girl in the basement, you know, asking questions about like what it's like to be what, gay because she's decided who's to be gay Max Headroom. Yeah, like oh my God, like things like that. Is that a real question that no. she asked? But you know what I mean? Like you're just don't you're like, what the why did you fucking I don't know what this is, but this is not the dinner that I had planned on. These aren't the droids I was looking for for. You okay? <laughs> yeah, right. Did you had a mosquito in your throat? Is that a pubic Valley High story. <laughs> What my friend was doing was she saw like an outdoor production of South Pacific and the uh, is it Bloody Mary? I forget the show, but Bloody Mary singing Bally High and it was an outdoor production and and she was going at Bally High, Bally High. And there was a fly around this woman as she's singing and she went Bally High, Bally High, Bally High. And the fly went into her mouth and she swallowed it and she was like Bally High. <laughs> it's so stupid but i always think about that change to your safety valve Ooh. Ooh, i would that's it's a weird situation because you won't you don't want to say well no you can't bring xyz because then you're not your friend isn't there the friend that you wanted that you've invited so mm-hmm. then you're in a pickle where you're like, well, I can't say no. But then all of a sudden five people show up and you're like, I don't know who any of these schmucks are. And they're all in my house. And the one person I wanted to be there, you know, if I said no, then wouldn't have gone. But wouldn't you say, I feel like you would say, well, then bring an extra bottle of booze or something. Wouldn't you? I think I wow, would. Wow, that's not a bad idea. You know? <laughs> Seriously. But like food, you're not going to be like, yeah, could you? Pick up a couple boxes of uh, those hors d'oeuvres well, no. at Trader Joe's. No, but I mean, like, I guess you kind of figure some things out. Yeah, it's a weird position to be put in. But I mean, if if like you're bringing like you know Jodie Foster from Nell, like she's never had like been at, like at a fucking buffet and she's eating everything really fast. It's like, I'm sorry, what did you do? But you Why can't did you control bring her. It's like that's yes, it. Yes, you can. You can't you fucking grab her by her ponytail. But like, listen, <laughs> listen, Ted. 
way in the a, wind. A pay your way back to the old house. <laughs> Gotta put you in the outhouse. Look, it's it's Natalie Merchant. If somebody brings Natalie Merchant to the party, like, hey, I told you, if this is a holiday party, and Natalie's talking about her abortion. Yeah. So could you maybe move your friend? And by the way, she keeps eating pigs in a blanket, but claiming she's vegan. No. So <laughs> Natalie Merchant is a vegan. She's claiming she's vegan, but she ate all the pigs in a blanket. She's really bringing everybody down. She's really. We shitty. don't want to listen to your Ophelia well, album. This is the weird thing. Like you cannot control what happens once the people come in. I mean, it's one thing if people are like. Punch like if if you invited a guest that suddenly comes in and like pukes in the middle of a room and starts you know throwing punches at people that's one thing you can say your friend is a hot mess can you leave them, but that's why you should always have a taser gun at the front door. Well, you should. I had a friend who brought a guest to a dinner party that at we, your house. Yes, that we hosted, and I went to great lengths to create this elaborate charcuterie board to really set up the evening. You know, though that's expensive. That's yeah. why I'm like, fuck charcuterie. Fuck you, charcuterie. Why are you so expensive? Why are your cheeses like way too much? Like you spend a lot of time and money on a charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. There's meats. There's there's assemblage, mm-hmm. you know. You know, Has crackers. It looks like, like you just built a village out of meat and cheese. Yes, I know. Yeah. And why? I really Lego like, land. I'm really hard on myself with a charcuterie board. I Like I want it to look like a horn you and plenty. You say charcuterie one more time. Charcuterie, charcuterie, charcuterie. <laughs> and then it appears magically like <laughs> Beetlejuice. I'm like just talking meat. <laughs> I didn't know the power I had. So I make this blank board and this friend of mine brings a guest. Mm-hmm. This guest sat his ass in front of this charcuterie board. And when I'm, I'm not exaggerating when I say he ate about $120 worth of cheese. And I thought, this guy Ooh, is never going to shit again. <laughs> <laughs> a. And B, it was in a different area than everybody was in. So everybody's off getting drinks somewhere. And I'm watching this guy just go to town on this board. And I'm like somewhere, I'm like in between. So like, I don't know why I have, I have like a perfect view of this guy fucking up this board. And all you got, you, everybody else was somewhere else getting drinks and being like, you've just entered, like you've just entered the room. <laughs> this party has just started. People don't have drinks yet. People are getting drinks. Is he People are. No. Are you sure? I can't imagine that he is. When I I know of this person now, I'm like, no, you're not high. But everybody's getting drinks, and I'm aware that, like, I've gone to great lengths to make this thing, and they have not even seen this board. I'm not exaggerating. They haven't even been aware of this board (laughs) that I've placed in a different area. The point being, get your drink, come back, we'll all gather around this board. By the time they got back up, I would say 76% of this board was missing. And I'm talking like a wheel of brie. <laughs> and I'm talking half a thing of like an aged cheddar and some truffle cheese as well. And meats. Like, where were all the... Like, I think this this person ate about two pigs worth of salamis and prosciutto. And, and like, I don't even know. Like, the only thing left was like some crackers. I'm like, what the happened to this board what i walked but i was watching they're here getting drinks and i'm watching the guy eat the board and i'm trying to like pull people back into the boardroom and this is a guest of a guest yes a guest of a guest ate all of the cheese i think you're a better person than i am 
Would you, how would you stop that though? You can't step in the way and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you've eaten like $80 worth of truffle cheese. That's where you're fucking dead ass wrong. How, what would you do? How would you say this? I would lift up the board and be like, oh, I think we need more cheese or I think we need more whatever. And, and you'd walk out of the room it. with it. I'd pull it from his hands. <laughs> He'd follow me into the other room with it. Then you put it in the fridge and then you lock it. Unbelievable. Or you, like, I, but I, he was alone. He was alone in the room with it. Like I, literally, it's like, no, it was like a Looney like, Tunes experience. Or I'd, I'd, I'd make a joke out of it because, I mean, first of all, it's fucking expensive. Yeah. And when people fuck with things that I own that are kind of expensive, I have no problem calling you out. First okay. of all, I have no problem. I, I don't give a shit anymore. Okay. And this guy, but if you remove this, this guy would have taken a finger. Oh, you know Not what? Not part I of the taken? charcuterie. I would have. I'm like, oh, what happened to my friend? Oh, I don't know. Check the fridge. <laughs> I just fucking killed him. My and now he's God. In it. So he's you the would... next round of charcuterie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because because he ate all the provolone. It's in him. Let's if you like Ralph, you're gonna love his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I had to cut his insides what? out for what he ate. Would you? Would you really? How would you would you would be like you would make a funny joke if about I, it? And if move I if I saw fucking like the uh, ant eater going to town, yeah, it was like I a would, vacuum. He yeah, roomed it. No, it was horrifying. I'd have I'd have, I'd, I'd probably kind of like make a joke like, "Hey, hey, save some for yeah, the do you rest want a sandwich or like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like when you see someone like going to town on like a your giant bowl of M and M's. It's like, uh, <gasps> first of all. Use a spoon. Tap the brakes. Yes. Right. I specifically have now in my party started putting out like bowls of things, nuts, something mm-hmm. to distract. Yeah. To take a little bit of the weight off of, you know, if you if you just put random food everywhere and let people fall into it, mm-hmm. it's going to take some pressure off the charcuterie board. And also, don't do that. Not cute charcuterie. No, that's why a lot of people fill it with grapes and shit. I did. You have to do like a little yellow brick road of crap. Yeah, you do. You do. There is an art to this. And mm-hmm. Ina Garden has figured it out, and I have not. And he ate all the cheese. Mm-mm. Oh, my and God. And the thing is, no one really knows about cheese. It's like most of us don't know anything about wine. You get all that shit wine and have everyone go home bloated and blow out all yeah. their fillers because they just injected all this shit. If they don't care if it's barefoot, as long as you're putting something in their hands. That's fine. What a missed opportunity. It could be like craft, and you'd make it into little rosettes. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Really what it happy is. about it. Yeah. From now on, oh, string cheese. It's going to be those pre-sliced American cheese things that that's you have right. to just unwrap the. Yep. And that's the thing. This person did not have like the fine taste of somebody who would sit down and be like, "Oh, is this truffle risotto?" Like, no, it was they just don't the know. Beverly Hillbillies came over exactly. and just fucking your, That no. was what it is. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. This comes from Hey Hey, the Boston Globe. The final article of 2021 comes from the Boston Globe, Boston, Massachusetts. As opposed to Boston, Texas. Okay. January 21st, 1976. Can't stand the crunch. Dear Ann Landers, I can't be the only person in the world with this pet gripe. Perhaps if you print my letter in the paper, people who were guilty of causing the problem might recognize themselves and stop. It would be a national blessing. I refer to individuals who chew on the ice in their drinks. I actually quit going with a man who wanted to marry me because he did this. He was rich, too. <laughs> Mr. Jawbreaker would order a scotch on the rocks, and for 20 minutes I'd hear crunch, chomp, crunch. 
It drove me bananas. I thought for sure he must be eating the glass. I never said anything. I simply stopped seeing him, and he never knew why. Maybe that was a mistake. Signed, heebie-jeebies. She didn't even say, dear heebie or jeebies or any of that. She just goes, what's the question? Should you have told him? Yes. To drop a man because of an irritating habit, which could be easily stopped, was just plain stupid. If you have any regrets, mail this column to him with a note asking if he is still chewing ice. It could revive a good friendship. Ayan. I agree. I sometimes I chew ice all the time. It's I, they they say it's not good for your teeth. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, nothing is. I Nothing's nails, good for your good teeth, for teeth at this point. It. Yeah, except for my jewels got me a water pick, and that that is the gift that keeps on giving all and year just round. Like that. And just like that, Christmas was ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I chew ice. I love chewing ice. It's very relaxing. I think it's therapeutic. I also am a nervous person. Like when my, where my anxiety goes is I chew my cheeks when I get tense about something. I do that also. Yeah, I don't I even know no, I'm doing there, it. I don't have anything in, in the inside of my mouth. No, anymore. I know. It's all like raw hamburger meat, yeah. charcuterie yeah. board. Yeah. But I chew ice, so I feel like that's a nice way to relax it. I don't think I yes make... Yes and no, I guess. It's better than chewing gum. I just look like I'm a... Fucking Hollywood hooker. I know. Oh, just, hey, I Mister. I don't even know. I don't even know I'm doing it. I'm on the corner of Hollywood and Vine, <laughs> Mister. That's the voice I use. Also, you should. I'd pay twenty American dollars for a beige from you. Yeah, if you're chewing, it. chewing. Look, it's Patrick Swayze, and all of a sudden, it's like <laughs> fucking Betty Boop comes it, out it, of my mouth. <laughs> well, that that was that a twist ruined. I didn't see coming. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But I love chewing ice, and I don't plan to break the habit in 2022. Okay. I'm going to lean into my bad habits. Your sister act three. Should old acquaintance be forgot? And I think, I think that we should do the final Instagram mail of this year. What do you say? Yeah. It'll make the song extra good because it's it's the last song of 2021. So let's really put a lot of pressure on this bitch. Ready? Well, it's... Time, Time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Should old letters be forgotten and never brought to mind? Until we have a look back episode <laughs> in a year. Should old letters be Everything is behind and your, your gift is actually coming on January 3rd. I just checked on Amazon. And days of old lang syne. Did you just call me old? That is right. You should acquaint yourself with our email address, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Or slide into our sexy DMs on Instagram at dearpodofficial with your questions. And we will answer one of them on the air. Listen to how deep we progress in this mm. evening. We have one Instagram mail question to finish off 2021. Patty, hit me. Oh. No, no, <laughs> hit me with the question, not hit me with the ring hand. Okay, here it is. Oh, God. Okay. Dear Pod, my sister thinks she can bake. How do I say this nicely? She can't. She always wants to be in charge of the desserts at family functions. Her last attempt, a gluten-free vegan thing, had the taste and consistency of Play-Doh. We all had to pretend we liked it and muscle it down our throats. Now we're having a New Year, a big New Year's party, and she wants to do all the desserts. I said, oh, no, that's way too much work for you, and the hopes that she would take a hint. 
but it didn't work. She wants to do a whole dessert buffet. How can I tell her that her desserts are awful without hurting her feelings? I don't want my guests to, vo- to vomit. Signed, Hagen Don't. <laughs> All right, what do you have to say about this mess? Dear Hagen, vegans, am I right? This is when you have to, to take charge of the dinner table. Roll up your sleeves, pull your hair back, get your hands dirty, pull no punches, and look him straight in the eye and say, Listen, Missy, we've gone through this before with you. The paleo tarts that should have been used for skeet shooting, the sugar-free cookies that gave everyone diarrhea, the egg whites-only breakfast with your dehydrated turkey bacon that you ordered off that stupid infomercial, and that god-awful brownie recipe that tasted more like soiled auditorium cushions than chocolate. We let it all slide. And even allowed you the latest, not-so-greatest, gluten-free, vegan, non-binary concoction that required <laughs> the Barnum & Bailey circus clowns to use their fire hoses to wash to wash down that leaded, would-be delight down our throats, all in order to spare your feelings. Turns out, we were all like the Looney Tunes gang, swallowing the brick of dynamite and waiting till our asses blow out for the sake of saving the neighborhood children. So the old adage, give them an inch, and they'll take a mile, applies here. We were nice to allow one dessert, but just like the Miss America pageant, if no one votes for you and you fail the swimsuit competition, you won't advance to the second round. Well, my friend, while we appreciate your hair, gown, and smile, we simply cannot advance your baking skills to the next party. Unless the party was held at Nailed It, where the point of cooking is to make it the least attractive and least edible thing around. I don't know about you, but I am tired of sparing everyone's feelings while they force-feed me sawdust and glue and wish me a Merry Christmas while my insides turn into the turn into Kirsten Dunst at the end of Interview with the Vampire and turn oh. into a painful mound of dust. The point is, be blunt, be honest. This is war, Mrs. Peacock! Okay, All right, here's what, what Anne has to say to Hagen Don't. Dear Uta Hagen, like all of the world's problems, I blame this on TV. Cooking competition shows like Great British Bake Off, The Ultimate Cake Off, and Cupcake Wars have made people believe anyone can do this. And just like stand-up comedy, not everyone can. Trust me. Just because you watch British people baking blink and bloog and bloopberry tots with no soggy bottoms in the moist tent while Paul Hollywood stares at them with white walker eyes doesn't mean you can understand the fine art of baking. He does look like a white walker. You have to be upfront, but gentle with your sister. There's a way to be honest without being a dick. Don't come right out and say, hey, Janine, Shaheen, this cake tastes like hot garbage. Your sister is learning a new skill and you don't want to shit on her hopes and dreams. But you also don't want to choke out your guests. Trust me, I know. My sister once made a trifle with bad cream that ruined my lady's auxiliary brunch. I'm still trying to get the stains out of the carpet. Also, who brings dairy to a party? Animal. Simply say, hey, Janine Shaheen, I love that you want to make desserts for my party. But you're a guest, too. And guests don't do work. They guest. Also, I've decided that the whole thing is going to be catered. So you're off the hook. Make it seem as if you're doing her a favor. If she's as tappy as her baking, she may fall for it. If she insists and won't let it go, then go for the jugular. Okay, Janine, I'll be honest. Your bacon blows, your cookies are crap, your truffles taste like taint, your cupcakes are as dense as your head. If you can't understand, I was trying to tell you to stop baking. It may sting, but at least it'll save your guest's stomach lining and your carpets. Good luck, you sugary son of a bitch, and happy catering. Ian! 
I try. I try to bake over and over and over again. And it never, I, I, I follow every recipe to the letter. I really do. And uh, like my friend Trixie once pointed out, I always post my fails on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I audition for Nailed It. Uh, I, I'm legitimately as bad as those people, but they give those people, you know. Impossible tasks. Yeah, exactly. It's it's ridiculous. Now, well, like I liked the first season of it because they were giving them things that were potentially doable mm-hmm. and they kept fucking it up. Yeah. But now it's like do the Sistine Chapel. Exactly. And and like while you're jumping up and down on a pogo stick, it's it's ridiculous. But my friend Trixie, I was posting all these fails like that Christmas cake that I did that, <laughs> that turned gray. <laughs> <laughs> and that was regular. It was like full flour, everything, full sugar. And it was goddamn, you could build a house out of those cakes. You could shingle a roof. It was really thick. I'd like to see that. Um but Trixie wrote underneath i love that you just keep doing it like why do you keep doing it when you're so bad like you don't have to do this this is not something you need to do you don't need to put and it's not even like i relax when i do it a lot of people will bake and be like i get in the zone that's not me i get stressed out but i feel like i'm running towards the things i hate just to prove something to myself i don't know what it is I don't know what I'm trying Ooh. to prove, Lord. <gasps> it looks like urine. Oh my God. Then let me sing fantastic. the song before we go in. It's time for specialty cocktail, specialty drink. It's the last it's drink the last of the drink. year, last drink it's of 2021. Hopefully, it doesn't kill us. Like everything else, that's the point. It's hailing outside. It's time for you to drink and go crazy. Sorry, officer, I have a podcast. They made me do it. This week's specialty cocktail and the final specialty cocktail of 2021 is the champagne cocktail. That's right, the ball is about to drop. Cocktails are all around and James Jules Ferris is still baffled at those idiots freezing their asses off in Times Square. Aren't we all? Or minimal. I think it's just Planet Hollywood. I mean, not Planet Fitness people. (laughs) All Hollywood's out there. For this, you will need one sugar cube, eight to ten dashes of Angostura bitters, and champagne. So here's what you're going to do, all right? You're going to cover the top of a champagne flute with a cocktail napkin. You were doing this? I wanted to see this. Put a sugar cube on top, soak sugar cube with bitters, slide cube into glass, use a good champagne, and pour slowly. Optional lemon or orange twist for garnish. All right, here are Jules' final tasting notes of the year. Yes, it's that time when we look back at our past year and try not to cry over what little we really accomplished. But not here at Dear Pod. We basically told another COVID-filled year to go scratch because you can't bring us down. We here at the Pineapple Ranch shoved those words right up COVID's keister in 2021. How? With 52 original episodes of Dear Pod, that's 104 responses to 52 listener mail questions, 208 readings of vintage letters to Wan and Abby, 10 guest episodes, 28 moth reports, 52 new specialty cocktails, and 157 repeated stories from Baron and Patty. I don't read these things before I read them. What a D. Now grab this elegant 
bubbling cocktail. Raise it high in the air and let us toast the resilience of everyone in our dear pod listening family. And we clear our throats <clears throat> and tell COVID to fuck off in 2022. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, dear pod. Oh, Happy we're chin-chinning. There we go. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. We're double chinning. Happy New Year. What if you spit it out? Glass. Oh, I like the bitters in that. This is such an elegant fucking... Isn't it? You're such a dapper douche. Look at you. <laughs> what if you did that at a party? Like, thank you. Oh! <laughs> and, and lapped it. Lapped it like what, a dog. What you're not seeing right now, dear listeners, is Patty lapping up champagne out of a coupe glass. And hey... what? That could be it. That, if that gets you not invited back to a party, are there worse things? It's fine. He ate the charcuterie board and he drank the champagne like he was a dog. Wait, fuck your throat. Did <gasps> we did we or did we not talk about or have you watched and just like that? Have I seen it? First of all, I just asked you that question. I have to answer a question with a question because I I it's actually pretty amazing that I still have eyeballs because I wanted to rip them out of my face, smash them together and throw them out a window. Okay, let's go in. <clears throat> okay. Listen, All right. I I'm taking my shoes off for this. First, a couple things. Okay. I didn't want to watch after that horrendous Sex in the City two. Sex in the City two. Electric Boogaloo. So I was reading this article about how they're now shitting all over. Like the when you do a reboot, you have you have to be careful to not uh, dis- ruin disassemble the memory of the characters. Right. Or okay. Like the property, the original property. Okay. So they came very close to do it with the second movie. Then they made the Carrie Diaries, which then made the story of Carrie meeting her friends weird because then they they met when they were teenagers, even though. Was that a TV show? Right. I it never was, watched that. It was like the kid version Ew. of Sex and the City. Wait, but that's, that's girls. That's the TV show Girls on HBO. I don't even want to talk about girls because okay. that is just garbage. Uh huh. Okay. I'm getting comfortable. So. I didn't want to see. I I did, and I didn't want to see just Every, like that because, of course, Kim Cattrall's not in it. So it's like, well, I like to think that she's Kim a, Cattrall is the smartest woman in America right now. Absolutely. So, spoiler alert for anybody that has not. Okay, so it. yes, back up or forward, okay. forward thirty, forward thirty. So everyone here at the pod loves a Peloton. The last episode I saw, they must have said the word Peloton or featured the Peloton a thousand times. But now they're putting it in like restaurant scenes. Right. I don't know why they want to like, keep pushing the Peloton. Bradshaw party of two. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Peloton, are you coming through? And they just push a bike. <laughs> and then they seat them on Peloton. Right. Why what? is this? That's what I said to him. I said, this is one big shitty commercial for Peloton. First they killed him. Yeah, with a Peloton. a Peloton. Which is impossible. Uh-huh. And now, like, the last episode literally was just, like, she couldn't wait to get the Peloton out. Then the Peloton comes back in, but, you're like, the view is from the Peloton's point of view. Yeah. So now the Peloton is actually a better character than Miranda. Let's get to Miranda. Now, Miranda <laughs> is... Why did we lose her? Miranda is... Roll the tape. Uh-huh. Super educated. Has purchased her apartment very early on. Uh-huh. Has dated the smartest Blair out of all Un- of them. Yeah. Dated Blair Underwood for a, a minute. Yes. Dated and fucked everybody else, which is great. Yeah. Um, and. She's a lawyer. 
She's right. a, she's yeah. a lawyer. Right. She is so educated. Now, right. So now we flash forward to where she is now. Yeah. Apparently, she does not dye her hair anymore. Nope. Um, she now has dumbed herself down. Is completely fine with the sexless marriage and her son having sex next door where they right. can hear it through the so wall. This is totally. So just from the last time that we saw them, this this completely different character has emerged. Also, FYI, and a side note, I never need to see her son having sex. That was so jarring to me. And also, like, if I had a son and and its girlfriend came in and ever talked to me like that, ever, I, will I would you. grab her, bite her lower teeth, and drag her out of my house <laughs> and say, fuck off. Uh-huh. I, would, I would never... You don't deserve my son. No. You don't deserve well, Miranda his Miranda would seed. do that shit. That's right. the thing. This is what I don't understand. The- Original 1990 Miranda, chunky heels, uncomfortable dresses. Right. You know, in a like terribly costumed. That Miranda would never have put up with that. And why is she suddenly like passively uh, racist. ignorantly racist? Yeah. 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 All, like out of nowhere, she's she's lost her better she's judgment. She's lost her fucking mind. She, Even though she dated a black man for the majority of a season. And she's a lawyer at a and I believe a partner in her law firm. In progressive Manhattan and then Brooklyn. Right. Moses! It's like so they none of this makes her any... and, um, and Charlotte. Right. Yeah. And then they do Charlotte. So she's looking for black friends. And then... <laughs> Why is this the theme of all of the episodes? It literally was just like, let's... Th- okay, okay, so let's... We've kind of touched on Miranda. Charlotte. So now Charlotte has an Asian baby... Now she's uh, she has another child, which doesn't want to be gendered, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And then she doesn't have any black friends, which we already knew from everything else prior, because yes. she's totally white. And um, then she is at the dinner party and then speaks to all the African-American art on the wall, which at this party, which I thought was the most well-written scene Ever because oh here's this here, this is why we like Sex in the City is when they're smart and they're funny and they're clever. So when yes. Charlotte was is smart when they used to write her smart instead of like stupid. Um, why this, do they make them all dumb? They're dumbing them all down. So that was I'm like oh that's brilliant. Then I was like why don't they just talk about what it's like now if you did have a child of Asian descent because that would be the, story the proper line. story as opposed to dragging in another daughter and now like now. We're just going to ignore the Asian hate that's probably going on around Charlotte raising this daughter, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Which they don't do. So they bring in another character from, uh, uh, you from know, Grey's Anatomy, from the Alanis Morissette musical. <laughs> oh yeah, like bring them all in, man. Right. Then and then yeah. when she says, "Oh well, we have gays," like she was rolling through like the the people that are coming in. Oh, this is the poli- uh, This is you know Miranda can talk politics. Carrie can talk fashion. Oh, and these are gays. Period. As if. Wait, when did she say that? I don't remember. This hearing is it. the last episode when she's like trying. When she to was find... trying to do a party, and she was like, "We have to have, we have to have two of everything." It's like Noah's we don't Ark. Ha- we don't have any. We don't have wokeness. any. You know, people of color at this party, and then she kind of throws this gay thing in, as if like, we, well, like we're, I don't even know. It was like, box. What the, yeah, like Check it was so like offensive, and I'm like, how? What the fuck is happening? But like, who's getting the clearance on the scripts? I, and just like that, I don't understand. Like, what the fuck happened? You know happened? what? Also, they really walked themselves into a trap with the title because like everybody that, keeps sucked. ending the story. <laughs> and just like that, they got canceled. The last, the the other episode, she's like, and just like that, I walked myself home. 
and literally every time she's she's whatever the fuck she says and just like that, as if it's fucking remarkable and just like that i walked myself home just like eight million new yorkers <laughs> in the city do every day but because I, we can't wait for the 22 minutes for the c train to take us from our house to we're wherever not the fuck rich, we're going Dude, i also want to say this who keeps putting sarah Jessica parker in hats like is is this are we is this like is this like, like Barbara Streisand's Hello Dolly hats? We're what talking the fuck like, is happening? I don't know hats, gloves. There's a lot of accessorizing going on. This is like when I used to play with my GI Joes and like I'd have the girls, like the 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 female GI Joes, yeah. and I try to make them sexier and I put like a stamp on their head to like wear a hat. Wait, That's what, what this looked like. <laughs> she looks like I'm like, what is happening? Why a stamp? What do you mean a stamp? Well, like, a, like a postage stamp? Like out of anything. Oh my god! You just you accessorized your GI Jane. Of course I did. You had to, because when you're fighting for freedom, you you're better fighting look for fashion. Success. <laughs> if, I, if I were Kim Cattrall, I would do a whole different spinoff. If I were Kim Cattrall, I'd be like, I told you, I yeah. told you. Oh, this she is. Garbage. But she doesn't. Here's what's cool about Kim Cattrall. She doesn't have to say shit. But if you go over to her Instagram page, which yes, I follow her Instagram page, everybody's saying it for her. Everybody's on there like, you're so amazing. You're so smart. You made the best choice ever. Your career will flourish. Like if she took the character of Samantha and just did a movie just about her. She would her, be fantastic. She would be phenomenal. How about That's the one everything. scene when the friend comes over that no one really knows at the table and she asks for a fry. If some stranger came up to my table that I never met. Why and- do I not remember that scene either? It's Larry Parker. Yeah, Nicole oh, okay. So the first time that she meets everybody at the table, we don't know why. I think Carrie's wearing uh, uh, the hat from True Beverly Hills. I don't know why. I don't know That's why she's dressed That's the French like, Revolution hat that I was talking about. Oh, well, because there's three There's three others. When she gets hit on by that strange guy, when she's trying to buy a new apartment, yep. like the asymmetrical weird flat hat. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the weird flat hat at the funeral. At the funeral, the <laughs> like, disc. what is happening? It's the compact disc. I don't like I don't know. Is, is it like a solar panel? Could you imagine if 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 you showed up to a funeral with that hat on, and if, that's all I could look at? I'd be like, if Wait. I showed up to anyone's funeral and that's what they're doing, I'm like, are we? Is is, is Edith Head here? Is this an Edith Head <laughs> memorial? Why are we dressed like? We're this? gonna serve the buffet off your little I, platter hat when you're done. I, oh, I didn't know we were dressed in period costumes. Is this? Are we oh, doing this is now? Is this Mad Men? Oh, because oh, I'll God. go back and get my Victorian I'm gown. So sorry, I didn't know. Is my okay. bustle on? Um, yeah. My Marie Antoinette wig is at home. It just like literally it angered me. It, I'm like complete the the whole show completely angers. But me. you'll watch it to the end, and of this is what I they will. know. And, and that's I the also... thing is like even if it's hot garbage, I'm still gonna watch the garbage to the end of it. Now just please stop with this one season. I'm begging you. I was so angry. I was so angry that they took the smart out of the show. Oh yeah, like the smart like you're like these are smart women. They're all self sufficient. Like until whatever happened to Charlotte when she gave up her education or her uh, her job and decided just to become like a housewife. Yeah, yeah. But you have uh, Samantha who has her own PR agency. You have Carrie who's these are the strong independent women that we all in the '90s were like yes, yes. And then yes! what? She, and then what they turned them into was everything that the show should not be about. Uh huh. But let's be real. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to, well, yeah, of course, because I need to argue. I need I need something to really piss me off. Maybe this is the, the show we didn't know we needed. And just it's like that. It's like the anti-Ted Lasso. And just like that, I'm angrier for watching this show. <laughs> and just like that, you ruined 
my puberty. <laughs> like you ruined the, like the memory. Just like that, you ruined our favorite show I know. that we would watch on repeat. Yes, and I would, and now you've changed everything because it's almost now if you were to go back and watch old episodes, you want to you want to be like, no, you don't know what's coming. You don't know. It's like a horror movie. You guys, they're going to ruin you in 20 years. They're going to take all your smarts, Miranda. They're going to make you so stupid. Do you know what's coming? They're going to put you in hats. They're going to put you in hats. It's like I'm suddenly Otome Brown watching old episodes of Sex and the City. They're going to make your makeup terrible. They're going to underline your eye. They're going to keep making a Peloton be your scene partner. (laughs) Carrie. I know you don't know what Peloton is yet. I want to get, if I had one wish is to get in a Wayback Machine, it's like if Back to the Future were real and I could travel back in time, I would travel back to 1995, Sarah Jessica Parker and be like, look, I've come from the future. In 25 years, Michael Patrick King is going to approach you about doing the final chapter of this show, and you should say no. No, no. Follow Kim Cattrall. Become best friends with Kim Cattrall. She'll lead you. I have to go. I have to go. They're calling me back to the future. I said too much, (laughs) and then disappeared in my cave. And just like that, this rant is over. This episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.